Hello, listeners out there. This is Athean 7, and you are listening to Week 17 of And the Winner Is Podcast, presented by Athean Beyond the Athlete League. Visit Atheon.org or Instagram at hashtag WeAreAtheon for more information. For new listeners, this is a show where I give you my NFL predictions by sharing who I believe are the 14 best teams, by which also means those who will make the playoffs, how they will fare once in the playoffs, and other thoughts circling each team and the NFL as a whole. Before we get started, I wanted to send send my heart and support to DeMar Hamlin, his family, and to anyone else affected by this tragic sequence. I too watched it live and was hit hard with emotions. These are the kind of moments that are incredibly powerful and really put things into perspective. There's not much that can be said other than here's hoping for the best. And I know for some, it will be harder than others. But nonetheless, carry on. We are approaching the finish line with only one last week to determine how this year's NFL playoff bracket will look like. It didn't always look like it, but it turns out there still is a lot to play for with only the fourth and sixth seeds in the NFC being locked in and two play-in games both evenings this coming weekend, you could say that this, this isn't week 18, but rather simply a start of, of this year's playoffs. Before we get to the rankings and the playoff scenarios for each team, I want to remind you all that if you plan to use any of this information for any purpose, do so at your own risk. And with that, I give you my top 14 NFL teams as of week 17. Number 14, the Patriots. I don't know if if I particularly like or have any confidence in this team, but somebody had to grab the last seed. And it's not so much that I think that they somehow beat the, the Bills next week. So I don't I don't expect that to be the case. I just simply feel the most comfort comforted with them losing, but just having to be that the Dolphins, Steelers, and Titans also all lose. In which case, if that were to all happen, then it would be in fact the Patriots. But at this point, it, it, it could be the Patriots, the Dolphins, Steelers, that grabbed the the last spot. Obviously, if the Titans were to win, then they were they would have the four seed, and that would actually kick the Jags out, I believe. Although I don't know exactly the math if 
if that were to occur, where the Jags fit into the grand scheme of things. Like if the Titans were to win, but the uh, Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers all lose, where does that put the Jags? I'm not, I'm not entirely certain on that. But regardless, I'm going with the Patriots at this uh, for for the last last seed, uh, the seventh seed in the the AFC uh, playoffs, and I don't expect them to to win. Which in this case, I have them then playing again the, the the Bills. So it's interesting that there's uh, at least two two scenarios which have the teams facing off against each other in back-to-back weekends. We'll get to the other the other one. But this is a situation where they that would happen, where the Patriots would face the Bills in back-to-back weekends. Obviously, I don't think that anybody expects the Patriots to have too much of a shot. We love Bill Belichick, but you know, I, I never even thought that this team would, would even be in the playoffs. So for them to make it, that that speaks volumes of how, how good of a coaching job uh, he does he did, and not not only that, but just the the team as a, as a whole. They've been very gritty, and they've they fought through a lot of of turmoil, and just you know, it's there are some of their parts, right? That's that's what we have. It's it's a team team sport, and this is a one of those those teams that just keeps fighting and fighting and fighting. So if they do end up uh, surviving this then it's it's just a huge accomplishment for them just to, to make the playoffs. Number 13, the Bucks. One of only two teams, like I mentioned, that actually has a lockdown where they're placed. We know that they are the 4C in the NFC. It just becomes now the question is, is who will they be hosting? The Cowboys? Or will it, in fact, be the Eagles? Uh, if the Eagles lose a third straight week, then odds are pretty good that the Bucks now will not be playing the Cowboys, which we thought all along, but it would actually be, in fact, the Eagles. I do expect it to still be the Cowboys, and I expect them still to win. I, I know that they're they're a hot mess, <laughs> to say the least, but I just I don't have the most confidence in the Cowboys. They're a good team, and I'm not going to take that away from them. But when push comes to shove, I just think that Brady will get the job done. And I think that more importantly, not only do I think that he'll do his part, but I think it's 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 more likely that Prescott will feel the pressure and the heat. And I've said this all along, but you know, the Cowboys, the only way that they can win is by a very particular way. And that is by getting an early start, getting the lead and allowing their defense to kind of control the game. So it's the offensive line, the run game, plus the defense. That's how this team needs to win. If it ends up being too tight and Prescott needs to make key plays, that's where I don't trust this team. And I think that the Bucks are that type of team that will cause that kind of pressure. And it will, it will force Prescott's hand to start trying to do a little bit too much. And that's when I think they'll lose the game. Number 12, 
the Giants. The other team that is already also locked in. We've known now for a while that they're the sixth team in the the NFC. Uh, it's it's also looking more and more likely that their opponent will in fact be the Vikings. Uh, for for a while there, we we didn't we didn't necessarily know that, but now it looks like that it will be in fact the Vikings. And I could see a lot of people wanting to ride with the Giants. No reason not to, right? The Vikings have been a roller coaster ride and inconsistent, and there's not a whole lot of trust in them. But I I I expect the Vikings to have a um, a bounce back. I think I think that they've been unpredictable, but I also feel like for the very reasons why we're so quick to uh, to pass over them, I think is the very reason why we also need to remind ourselves how good the Vikings have been all season long. And there's also one other factor: historically, teams that win close games tend to favor very well in the playoffs. Because they have a lot of that built-in experience in tight pressure, which the games tend to be in the playoffs. So because of that, I I think the Vikings upset, or it's not really an upset since the Vikings would have the, the higher seed. So I just I, I expect the Vikings to to win. Plus they've been at home and they've been a better team at home. So yeah, I think I think it's been an unbelievable season for the Giants. They couldn't have asked for a better, a better season. Quite frankly, I mean, it just it, with everything that's happened. I mean, the only thing that could have been nice is is to get a little bit more confirmation on the quarterback position. Other than the fact that I think that they now know that Jones is not the the quarterback that I think can take them uh, farther. I think they're a great team. They're well coached and they fight hard. But I think that. They need to get a couple more key pieces if they're going to make a bigger impact in the years to come. With that said, number 11, just talked about them, the Vikings. They did drop pretty, uh, you know, a few slots because, well, when you get embarrassed like that, and the fact that they've had a few games of, of embarrassments, most notably the Cowboys, and now last week against the, the, the Packers. Not to mention that those two teams are teams that could easily be in the in the playoffs. It doesn't it doesn't hold up well for the Vikings. You know they they've been a strange team to to follow because they they have some key assets and Cousins really has played a, a had a great year, but they also just they've won so many close games that it just kind of depends on how you look at it or what how you value this team, but. You still have to give them credit for having the kind of season that they did. I mean, they they were very close to holding the second seed in the NFC, which is not an easy feat to do. So, kudos to them. Uh, kudos to the organization for for putting things together. Uh, I just I think I think one win is their ceiling. I think that's that's the best that they can they can do. Uh, I, if they're, they better hope that Jefferson gets back into the swing of things because they're going to go as far as Jefferson is able to, to give them, uh, that, and of course, you know, cousins needs to have a perfect, perfect game to, for them to, to win any, any of them. So, uh, but I, as I mentioned, I do, I do anticipate them to beat the Cowboys, uh, but then losing in, in the next round. 
Number 10, the Ravens. Also a, a very strange team uh, to predict, uh, even more so in the case with them because of the unpredictable unpredictability of whether that Jackson will come back. But make no mistake about it, the Ravens and Harbaugh are are fed up with with Lamar Jackson, and they should be. It's it's been far too common for for him to miss too many games, and it's just once it reaches a certain point, it just becomes with already the concerns that they had with him and whether or not he was the perfect fit to get them over the hump to the Super Bowl. Even worse is that he keeps, you know, ending up with these injuries. And not only that, but but his 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 shenanigans, you know, off the field have have caused, you know, a lot of tension. And I just think that that's not something that Harbaugh and and the organization with Baltimore uh, has in mind. I think that they want more of a class act, so to speak. Uh, Lamar has been amazing when he's on the field, and he is a difference maker for sure. And that's why this team is a little bit more unpredictable. Uh, it's why I have them ahead of a couple of the other previous teams, because I do think that there is an elevation that they can take if Jackson is available and is back to his usual self. Let's be honest, this team can be dangerous if he's on the field. Uh, this team, you know, that's what they need. They're close, but they don't have. You know they don't have that extra gear that they need in order to get a, a get over these tough 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 teams. But all we can do is is predict based on what we what we know right now. And and I I just don't even if Jackson does come back, which I do I, I do expect him to to come back, uh, whether it's this next week or or the playoff game. Which I mean at this point you might as well keep him for the playoff game because. As I mentioned, there's there's another scenario with with two teams facing back to back weeks against each other, and that's that's then now the Ravens, who I believe now will maintain they'll they'll have the six the six seed in the AFC, and so their matchup would then be the Bill the sorry the the, the Bengals at number at the number three seed. It just happens to be that well, they're the two teams that are facing against each other this next week. So I don't know this that game now doesn't have nearly the weight as it was it was intended to be if things were to go according to to plan. But now it's kind of almost like a meaningless game to some degree and I expect them to play it as such that they don't want to you know accumulate too many injuries uh especially after you know seeing what what's 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 been happening as of late. So they, they, I think, I think it's just going to be kind of a, you know, a wash kind of game. Uh, I do, I do obviously expect that the Bengals have a little bit more, a little bit more to play for. Uh, plus, you know, they're more likely to want to maintain their momentum uh, going into the playoffs. But regardless, I, I expect that it's two weeks from now is when the real game against these two face off. And in which case, I think I think the Bengals are are a stronger team. They're more reliable. They've they've been one of the best teams as of you know the last eight weeks. Them and and the 49ers, those have been the two you know two strongest teams coming into the playoffs. And I think that they will ride that momentum and beat 
the Ravens in the first round. Uh, and so therefore the Ravens, that's how their season comes to an end. And as we talked about, they have a very difficult decision what to make when it comes to Lamar Jackson. So it'll be interesting to see what they, what they choose to do. Number nine, the Cowboys. They will have the fifth seed in the NFC because I don't, I just don't anticipate the Eagles losing three straight, three straight losses, regardless of whether or not Hurst plays or not. I just, you know, I, I just, I, I think that they they beat the Giants and they maintain that number one seed, and therefore, by association, the Cowboys keep the fifth seed that they've, you know, long thought. Uh, unfortunately for them, I, I don't. I, if, if you're an Eagle, if you're a Cowboys fans, I it 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 hurts to 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 hear this, but I just I I, I anticipate them losing to the to Brady and the Bucks. I I've, I've been saying this for weeks. Once it became pretty clear that these were the two, this was the matchup. I just I think I don't know how. I mean, as as good as the Cowboys have been all season long, they've had some head scratchers, and I think that it's hard to have a lot of confidence in this team because of the Prescott effect. The fact that they are at their best when the game goes in their favor and they're able to maintain the advantage throughout the game. That's that's at their strength because then their their key defensive players can make a difference and an impact in, uh, with the game. But if it doesn't end up going everything that they want it to be then it becomes a Prescott kind of game and that's where I I don't see them winning too many of the 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 matchups in this case it's Brady and I just I gotta ride with the Bucs I know the Bucs have been a complete mess all season long but I just I you know you know one in elimination game scenario not to mention the fact that it's in Tampa Bay so we we, we got to remember that. I just I think that this is a situation where a team that had the clearly weaker schedule, or sorry, weaker uh, season with uh, record wise, they get the fortunate because of the way the brackets work and the division winners get the better seeds. I think that the Bucks will find a way to to beat to, to beat the, the Cowboys. Number eight, the Jaguars, another hot team that I think will finish off and maintain the fourth seed by beating the Jags uh, this this next weekend. And because of that, they'll keep that fourth seed. I do think that, you know, all the credit in the world needs to go to them. I mean, it, it's just been an unbelievable season for them. They, they couldn't have asked for more. Lawrence has been the best statistical quarterback over the past eight weeks. And, you know, him and, and Herbert are very similar type of players. And coincidentally, it looks like those are the two teams that will have to face each other. And I love the Jags. And I, I could have seen them probably win a game, but unfortunately they're mashed up against the Chargers, who I think are just a stronger team. And I think that the Lawrence factor doesn't have as much of an advantage because Herbert and Lawrence, they're, they're very similar type of players. What you see with them is, is a lot of, of similarities. 
So I don't think that Lawrence being as effective as he has been and will, will be enough. Now, it's just it's just very fascinating because these two teams are very similar. But I think where, where it really comes down to is that the Chargers have the slight advantage on the defensive end, especially with Boza and the rest of the players coming back. That's the difference. They're a stronger defensive team. They can make bigger plays when it matters most. That's where I just think that the Chargers will will find a way to to win that game. Number seven, the Packers. Uh yeah, what a turnaround. I I I mean, heck, both both them and, and the Jags, there's a number, it's interesting. There's a number of these teams that have the, the Pittsburgh Steelers were another one. All three of those teams almost have had very similar seasons. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, all three of them have the same thing in common, which is a five-game loss streak, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, the fact that all these teams have very similar situations. But of all the teams, the biggest surprise is the Packers. Uh, you could give the edge to, to Steelers, but unfortunately Steelers don't have the advantage of, of having control right now. They have more things that need to go their way in order to get to the playoffs. Whereas the Packers, they now have fallen all the way back and now have, they're in the control of their own destiny. All they have to do is beat the Lions at home and they're in. And sure, you know, looking, you know, forward, you know, they have to face their dreaded, uh, their dreaded rival in the 49ers, which is, is not a pleasant sight, but anybody, including myself, you know, like as just a reminder, you know, I am a Packers fan. That's, that's my, my favorite team. And, but with it comes a lot of baggage of everything that I've, you know, the emotions of, of going through them, you know, for the last, you know, 30 plus seasons, you know, between the Favre and the Rogers era. And all we've ever asked for as Packer fans is to allow this, this tenure of great Hall of Fame quarterback play to be taken advantage of, to be, you know, to, to go all in. And it hasn't really felt like it. Now, this, this team in this season was an unusual one. Because I was the first to come out and say that I I believed in this team in the end. That it was not going to go well for them during the regular season. But I did expect them to have one or two less losses, which allowed them to have a buffer, to have more time to gain momentum with a lot of the rookies, right? I also anticipated that their defense was going to play better in the beginning of the season. That didn't happen. So all hell broke loose. And, you know, at one point they were four and eight. And that's kind of the, the infamous time when everybody unanimously said that they're done. Their season's done. And I will be the first to admit that I was, I was pretty much there too. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm on record saying that their season was done. And I think a big part of the reason why I thought they were done was not because I still didn't think that this team had this ability and that they weren't going to figure it out in the end of the season. It was more that I wasn't anticipating that the way that the teams and the way that the 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 math was run was was um, was deciphering. I I I didn't expect like in this case Washington to crumble the way that they did. In fact, that's the, the one of the biggest surprises of the season is for a Washington who fought their way back in and had control of their own destiny to make the playoffs 
and for them to falter the way that they did, I thought that was a shock. Uh, it's just because the way that this team, I, I, I was surprised. I will be the first to admit that. But in doing so, this is what allowed the Packers to have a chance because if that didn't happen, then it, none of this would have been for anything. And it would have been exactly what we all thought, which is that they were going to get better, but they were going to come up short because of the math, because they dig, dug themselves in such a hole. But, you know, when you give, when you have a little bit of light, you know, uh, anything can happen, right? And and the Packers are a dangerous, dangerous team now. I, I, they're, if it wasn't for the fact that they have to go up against the 49ers, who historically has their number. I mean, there is, there is not a team that, that the Packers want to, to have to face more than, than the 49ers because they just consistently always seem to lose to them in the playoffs. And Shanahan has his, their number. And just this, the 49ers are such a strong, talented, a talented team that just no matter how much momentum the Packers have and no matter how much people want to ride with them, and I get it. How would you? How can you not choose Rodgers over Mr. Irrelevant? How can you not, right? But I, as a Packer fan, like I said, I have, you know, the emotions of everything that that they've put me through. Quite frankly, over over the last how many seasons, and and I just feel like this will be the same pattern all over again. And 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 I, and I even I will admit that this this season is becoming more and more like the 2010 magical run and you could you could see that it, it, it the the writing is on the wall to, to see that that pathway could easily happen and I'm not saying it can't but I just feel like at this point the 49ers remember there is no team hotter than them coming into the playoffs what 10 straight victories I mean even that's bit pairs in comparison to to the five wins that the Packers will be coming into Ten wins is is ten wins in the NFL. That is impressive, right? And there's very little evidence that Mister Relevant cannot can continue the way he is. I know that a playoff game is different, but that really is what what what, a, what could could come down to. And the Packers have had you know good fortune on the defense end. I wouldn't say that the defense has risen to the level that you expected them to. But I think that they have made up for it because of all the turnovers. The last four games, I mean, my goodness, like you can't ask for for more help, right? Uh, so, plus, can't even get ahead. The Lions, man, the Lions have been, and the Lions are for real. This is a very, very good team. So, it's also that I don't expect the Packers to be able to beat the Lions, and then also the 49ers, not to mention who they've beaten up to this point, that, that is, that's a tall task, even for a team now that, look, Watson and Dobbs, the rookies, you know, plus with the veterans, Lazard and, and Cobb and, and so forth, the run game of, of, of Dylan and, and Jones, and then the, the defense being opportunistic, uh, and then of course, there's always the possibility that Rodgers elevates his game. Uh, so it, that, that is going to be, you, you can, it's clearly, it's the best game. If it ends up falling into that pattern, that is the game of the first round. 
without a doubt. Unbelievable matchup. But I, I am going to stick with the 49ers. So number six, the Eagles. The Eagles, have, they're, well, they're, they're, they're coming in, well, they're flying in with only one wing at this point. Uh, it's still unclear what the status of Hurts is with or without him. Eagles are, they're, they're, they're hard to anticipate uh, what you're going to get with them. And it is never good to come in excuse me, to the playoffs uh, with, with not a whole lot of momentum. It's always hard. Uh, historically, that does not go well. It's one thing to lose, you know, one game, uh, but you know, if they were to lose three games in a row and, and get get knocked down to the third uh, to the fifth seed, I mean, that's that's extra tough, right? But I do still think they'll maintain it in one seed, regardless of of you know the the you know how the game ends up flat. I think that they find a way, and I do think that they will have to face the well Brady and the Bucks again. Uh and and I think that the same outcome will occur. I think the game will be closer. It will come down to the wire, but I think that in the end I I like Brady and the Bucks to figure it out as he always seems to figure it out, right? I, I can't I cannot in good conscience uh roll them out and be and I think that if it would have been one thing if the Eagles had continued the momentum, then I, I probably would have felt more confidence with the Eagles. But at this point, I don't. Uh, still one hell of a season, and they have a bright future. So, number five, the Chiefs. Uh, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of frustration over how the Chiefs took over and could maintain the number one seed. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Uh, and, and quite frankly, I, I, I don't know exactly. I don't know if it matters too, too much and hear me out is the reason why it's because I just think that there are four very good teams. I think that the AFC and for that matter, the Super Bowl is going to come down to the Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and Chargers because there's four of them. I, I don't think that getting them number one seed or number two or the third seed or any of them, quite frankly, matters that that much because I just feel like in this case, I'm now anticipating the Chiefs have to play the Chargers, right? Because the Chargers then would be the fifth seed. I mentioned that they'll, they'll win a close game against the Jags, putting them against, uh, against then the Chiefs. And... I just think that the Chargers match up really, really well against the, the Chiefs. They've proven that they can beat them. Even when they, you know, had a lot of injuries, they still almost beat the Chiefs. Uh, I just think that the Chargers have the right kind of style, the right kind of players that matches up really well against the Chiefs. I mean, basically the Chiefs, they have to pray that Kelsey is the difference as it seems like it always is if they end up beating the Chargers. In each of their victories over the last, since Herbert's been, been their quarterback, the only way that they can, they can sneak it through uh, is, is by, by Kelsey having an unbelievable game. And I just think that the Chargers are going to learn their lesson and not let that happen. And I think that they now have the health of their defense to make, make the differences 
I, I, I like the Chargers. I, I like them in, in that game. So the Chiefs, you know, I, I, I also, I'm going to boldly say this, and it could eat, I could eat my words because, you know, they could easily end up winning it all. There's no doubt. It's a very, it's a very strong team and, you know, you know, well coached and, and just, you know, Andy Reid is, is, is beloved and, and I love them just like, like the next and, and they're, they're a great team, but I do, I do see a lot of the same patterns as with Mahomes and Rogers. I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes ends up having a very similar career as with Rogers, and he has a hard time getting all the way through uh, back to the Super Bowl. I do think the Chiefs will make a lot more moves to try to alter that pathway. But I think that, unfortunately for Mahomes, I think that he has stiff competition. Whether it is the now upcoming Lawrence for the Jags, because you know they're here to stay. The Chargers with Herbert. Obviously, because again, if they don't even end up with the number one seed, then they probably have to face the Bengals and Burrow, and who have already proven to be their, their arch nemesis. So I just think that... You know, there's, and of course, I forgot, of course, Josh Allen and the Bills. I mean, these are ridiculously good teams where Mahomes' status as a quarterback position doesn't have the advantage over them. In fact, you can make a case that that among all of them, you might pick any of the other quarterbacks before Mahomes. Uh, and I know that that in itself is a bold statement, but all of them. Take your pick. All of them are unbelievable. Any any organization would take any of them and never look, never bat an eye. So, and regardless, uh, you know that's that's the chief season. Uh, you know it, it hurts having to lose Hill. Uh, that that's really what it comes down to. Uh, just thankful for them. They may not have. They may be fortunate enough to not have to deal with though Miami uh, because they they may not even make it in the first place. So. Okay, just talked about them. Number four, the Chargers. I said it all season long. This is a dangerous team. And, you know, I, I was. I was starting to drink the Miami Miami water. I, I will I will be the first to admit that. But in at the end of the day, it, it turns out that the Chargers have always been then the the team that was most likely to play spoils. And I think that they will. I think that they will beat the Jags and the Chiefs to get to the AFC Championship game before losing at that point. This is a, a scary team. You know, they don't really have much of a weakness, again, as long as they're healthy. This, this team becomes a shell of itself the moment they start accumulating injuries of any sort, especially, of course, if they lose Herbert. Uh, but, you know, Boza being back, we forget, you know, how, how, how scary he is to deal with him and Mac. Whew, I, that is a recipe to win playoff games. Them two and Herbert, just them alone, let alone, you know, the list of other, uh, other great players. So number three, the 49ers, speaking of talent, no team is more talented across the board than this team. Mr. Irrelevant will be enough. 
there's very little evidence to su suggest that he's just going to, you know, turn back to a Mr. Irrelevant, you know, type level player. Uh, I know the playoffs are different, but it's already been high stakes at this point. The momentum is already, already taken. I don't think that that's going to be a factor. I think what's more of a factor is, um, is whether or not, uh, they get, um, uh, what's, what's, his, what's his face? Um, give me a second to, to look him up. Uh, cause that's going to make a difference. Oh yeah, of course. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is the difference. It's, if he comes back, I don't think this team can lose. It can 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 be beaten. I just don't, and that includes even if it ends up being the Packers. I I I think that this team is just they're they're too strong. They don't. They have very little weakness of any sort. Uh, unbelievable defense. Unbelievable talented, versatile players. Too many of them with McCaffrey, you know Samuel. Uh, uh, and so forth. It just, it's Kittle, you know, the, 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 um, fullback, Yushet, uh, Ayuk, there's, there's way too much. And I just think that there, that Shanahan has a knack for creative play calling. And with that kind of arsenal in the playoffs, it's just too much. But if Debo can't go, and it is, in fact, the Packers and opening well. That that is one hell of a game, and it could go either way because the backers found their identity. And not only did they find that identity, but it's the exact same identity that, that can beat the 49ers. You know, you know, keep keep clock possession, run the ball. It's short. You know, keep things short and tight. It's not to mention how opportun opportunistic. The defense has been for the Packers and their special teams. Wow, uh, you know, like that's that's a recipe of beating even an unbelievable team like the 49ers. But I'm not going to drink that Kool Aid. I've gone down that path as a Packer fan far too much. I'm sticking with my with my gut that the 49ers are the best team in the NFC, and they will be the NFC representatives. Number two, the Bengals. It's unfortunate that the two best teams, the Bengals and the Bills, experienced that devastating moment a couple days ago. And again, all the best. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. I'm sure, hopefully, the more positive you know, word and energy comes, uh, but it's, it's going to be very difficult uh, for anybody, but especially these two teams and especially the Bills uh, to, to continue. But these are the two best teams. And it's, I, I think that, you know, it's a shame that the game may not happen, right? I think it, I'm not saying that it was, it was the wrong decision because I, I do think, you know, it's, it's not my place to make that, that call. Uh, I understand why, why they don't want to. Uh, and I don't think it matters too much because the cards will still fall where it then just looks like these two teams, we won't have to wait long because they will, they will play against each other uh, in a couple, in two weeks or would it be three weeks? I guess it would be three weeks uh, because I think that the Bills and the Bengals will face each other in the second round. Uh, in this case, the Bills will still host as number two seed 
with the the Bengals being the third seed. Now, you know, hey, anything can happen, right? But I do think that, you know, it's in Buffalo, right? And I I the Bills have been have, have been the team that I I predicted to win the Super Bowl for, from the very very beginning. And I will admit that I'm not as confident as I did at that time around, at that time of the season. There's a lot of really good teams and a lot of good teams that don't really have much weakness, which makes it even that much more uh, difficult to predict. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting. It's going to be one hell of a game. All of the games are going to be amazing. But when push comes to shove, I just, I got to ride with, with Allen being the difference and the Bills finding a way and at the end of the day, holding up the trophy. And I'm going to stick with that as being my prediction still for for the 2022-2023 season. And I'm just, I think I think we're all, you know, feeling the same thing that, you know, we're just, we're excited, you know, for football to, uh, to you know, continue. Uh, and hopefully everybody is able to define uh, the strength uh, to, to continue and to, uh, you know, gift, you know, the, the millions of people such a, a beautiful, uh, you know, game to, to watch. And, and it's, uh, it's, it, it's just, we got to be thankful for, for all the players to be putting their life on, on the line, you know, and I, and I know that we all do, right. Life is complicating uh, and you know, every, for all of us, we're all we all are in the same in the same boat. But it doesn't change the fact that football is a very dangerous sport. We know that, and uh, we appreciate you know all the uh, all the the effort that that everybody puts into it. Not just you know the players, but everybody else. You know, in the organizations and the production teams and and the league and whatnot. So, uh, cheers, enjoy, and remember, clear mind. Strong body, good heart, we are a theon.